with Jenna Baca, and I am here with two Pine Hills alumnists, Dayton and Nikki. Hey guys, how are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. How about you, Olivia? I'm doing well. Okay, so I'm first, we're first going to start out with a couple of introduction questions. First, we can start with Nikki. Uh, introduce yourself, how old, and say how old you are, say what year you graduated high school, and what year you plan to graduate college. Oh boy. <laughs> what was the first one? <laughs> <laughs> Just say, say your name and your age, okay. and then say what year you graduated high school and what year you plan to graduate college. Okay, so I'm Nikki Nadler. I'm 18 years old. I graduated high school in 2020, so a couple months ago, and I plan to graduate uh, 2025. Okay, perfect. Now, Dayton, answer those same questions. Just give them your name, um, your age, what year you graduated high school, and what year you graduate college. Okay, sure. Hey guys, uh, my name is Dayton Roderick. I am 20 years old, believe it or not. Um, I graduated high school in 2019, so a year after Nikki, and I'm planning to graduate, uh, 2024. Okay, so, next kind of introduction question I have is what, what are you guys majoring in and what college do you go to? So, I'm a music pre-med major, which means I can... I want to go to medical school, but I also don't want to major in biology, so <laughs> I am majoring in music, and I go to Southern Adventist University. All right. Uh, I am a biblical studies major with a concentration in archaeology, and I go to William Jessup University. Wow, that's actually a really cool major. Or just like, I've never, that's actually, that's really cool. Okay, so, um, how have you guys been? How has college been? Um, like I said, I am a pre-med student, so yeah, <laughs> it's been kind of rough. <laughs> Biology is a filter class. That's how they weed out who is going to actually make it to med school, pretty much. So yeah, it, it hasn't been a walk in the park. Yeah. But I have my music classes, and those are fun. So That's good. It's okay. Yeah. So, Nikki, you started three weeks ago, um, and Dayton, when do you start William Jessup? Oh, I'm actually back right now. Oh, wow. This is my third week as well. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. What changes has your college made due to COVID? So, are you guys are learning online? Are you guys back? What is it like, and what precautions have your college taken? So, we are required to wear masks all the time. If you're not in your dorm room, then you are required to be wearing a mask. Um, obviously, when you're eating, you can't wear a mask. So they have set up plexiglass barriers between the tables so that you can eat with your mask off and all that oh. stuff. Um, and then they, have, they are always recording their lectures. And if anyone is in quarantine, they have a platform on Zoom. So if you're feeling sick or anything like that, you can join the class on Zoom. Yeah. That way you're not missing out on anything. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, we're not required to do worship credits this semester because they don't want to force us to go to 
activities where there's a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Everything's social distance. That's about it. <laughs> That's actually cool about the cafeteria. Are they letting? Oh, it kind of sucks though because you can't hear anyone. <laughs> yeah. Because of plexiglass. So yeah. Before they were having like two people at a table mm -hmm. and you had to be like on opposite sides. But then they installed the plexiglass. Now you can have four people, but you can't hear any of them. So I don't Aww. know if that's a win. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Dayton? Okay, so Jessup is a little unique. Uh, we are the only university in Placer County that is actually open. Um, what we're doing is we're actually doing a combination of both in class and online as well. So what that means is... Um, also, like Nikki said, social distancing is a big thing here. Uh, you actually don't have to wear a mask if you are over six feet away from someone. Like if you go into the lunch hall, for example, and you're sitting far away, you don't have to wear a mask. In fact, most of the students don't. Um, we, a lot of our classes, some of them were originally supposed to be in person, but they switched to online. So like you'll find most of the students like in the library doing their classes or um, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty big mix of both. But um, so there's that. Uh, for the cap, for us, there is only takeout. You cannot sit down. You have to walk in. And, um, I don't know if Pietro College does this, but you have a campus clear app, and you have to use it like whenever you go into a class. Like you got to present it like here. This is me showing that I have no symptoms, that I'm good to go for the day. Okay. We actually I forgot to mention. Every morning you have to get your temperature checked, and you have to get a wristband, and it's a different color every day. That okay. way they know you've been cleared. And you also have to fill out a symptom survey. Okay. Um, all right. And then for worship credits, uh, we are still requiring them. Uh, what we have at Jessup is called spiritual life credits. It's 15 community service hours from Pine Hills. But instead, uh, it's 12 units instead of 50 hours to graduate. And uh, one of the ways you get that is through chapel attendance. Uh, you have to get like 20 per, per semester. In order to you know stay on track and you don't fall behind uh but with covid and since we were, were in the red zone they're requiring only 10 chapels and uh you can attend either going in to the chapel warehouse they allow about 100 people in there and then they close the doors and then if you can't get to there from that way then you just do it over zoom and there's a little uh chapel chapel reflection form that you can fill out so yeah that's that's what jessup's doing that's cool. So it seems like everyone's taking precautions. So do you guys have any classes that are only online? Like, because I know some colleges are doing, um, it's like a, I forgot what they call it, but it's just where you do half online and half in person. Do you, Dayton, do you have any classes that are fully online? Uh, I have two. I have uh, developmental psychology um that was originally supposed to be in person but they switched it to online and then i have my introduction to archaeology course which is completely 100 percent online i don't have any classes fully online i'm actually i'm even in choir and that's not online we just split up into smaller groups and then we're in like when we all sing together where we go to the gym and we're 10 feet apart with masks on yeah so for those of you who don't know um Nikki is going to a college that's all the way in Tennessee, and Dayton is, where, where is William Jessup? Uh, it's in Rockland. Yeah, he's going to a college in Rockland. So they're very two different, two different locations, two different, two totally different, like, 
COVID situations. Anyway, so it's interesting to hear both of your guys' perspective on um, what it's, it's like. It's actually funny because it's more, I feel like it's more lenient here, mm-hmm. but I did not know a single person, like, I didn't know anybody personally that had COVID until I came here. And now I know a lot of people that have had COVID. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I think there yeah. might be a red flag there. But. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to ask each of you kind of personal questions based on, like, your experience. Because Dayton is, this is his second year. He's going into his second year of college. And Nikki, this is your first year. So, Dayton, you went from a small Adventist high school that only had, like, 50 people to a larger Christian college. How was that for you? Okay, well, um, my first day on campus, I stepped onto the pavement and went, wow, my classes aren't in the same building anymore. (laughs) That was the biggest shock. (laughs) Just going from, because, you know, for those of you who don't know, I was at Pine Hills from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. So Mm -hmm. Pine Hills was literally the only school world that I ever knew. So going from this tiny little school where I knew every single person in the hallway to this relatively small, but still big for Pine Hill standards, college campus where there were like 1800 kids. I knew only one person and just going in, knowing nobody was really terrifying at first. Um, But the weird thing is that I had been drawn to Jessup ever since I was in first grade in Pine Hills. I don't know why, but something about that college always drew me. And I, and there were a lot of awesome doors that got opened up and I ended up going. And my very first day I met, um, a mentor figure. Uh, she was a, she was a junior at the time. And, uh, literally from day one, she took me in, she showed me how to do, you know, how to find the ropes and stuff. And uh, when we get to advice, I'll talk about the importance of mentors that mm-hmm. first year, especially in college. But it was definitely a culture shock, to say the least. Yeah. No, I get that. Even for you, Nikki, it's just because, you know, it's it's terrible going from a 50-person high school to yeah. a huge, Southern, a huge place. Southern has about 3,000 students. Yeah. Which is insane. There are about 500 freshmen. Oh, wow. Alone. Oh, wow. So it's kind of crazy. But it's actually funny how many people I do recognize. Mm. Even though I've only been here for like three or four weeks. Um, like, for example, my biology class, there are 72 people in that class. Oh, my God. And I feel like every day I walk in and I see someone and I'm like, I did not know you were in this class with me. And <laughs> <laughs> I see people I know and I'm like, wow, I did. Yeah, I just I had no idea. Yeah. So honestly, I mean, it is a big transition, but it, you also know more people than you think. Like they're, mm-hmm. they'll be like scattered throughout. And I think that's what's kind of nice about being involved in a ton of things is that you get to see other people from other schools and you're most likely gonna be with them in college. I remember all of our reps, they always say like, oh, the person next to you could be your husband's sister. That was so random, wow. Anyway, <laughs> but it's just funny how small the Christian Adventist community is. It's a small mm-hmm. world. Well, it's a little different for me because Jessup is actually non-denominational. Yeah. So, yeah. 
that was definitely a little bit different because because again you know the stereotype in the Adventist world is that everybody knows everybody from mm. some distant whatever but Jessup is non-denominational so they take you know we I mean we've got like, we've got tons of non-believers on our campus as well um, so we've got denominations from all over uh, Catholic Seventh Day Adventist Baptist the list goes on and on so it's definitely different for me but. Overall, it's a really great place. Yeah, but I feel like that's that's really that's a good experience is to hear. I remember someone who goes to Jessup. He was telling me that he was taking a class where everyone has to state what they believe. Um, I don't know what class it was, but he was just talking about how everyone had to go up in front of the class and talk about what their religious beliefs were if they had any. And he was just saying like how he didn't even realize, oh, what am I saying? Oh, man. Um, I don't know what I'm saying, you guys. Just kind of went off and then. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, I'm moving on to the next question. We're going to do another general question. So how did your guys' expectations of college change once you arrived? Ooh, voice crack. So, Nikki, you can go first. Yeah, so... Um... I feel like I'm not a very good person to ask how their expectations were from reality because my year of co my year has had COVID in the mix mm. my freshman year, so it's very different than what anyone has told me about. Obviously, I know at first it was hard to make friends because I mean I meet people and then as long as soon as they're wearing something different, I don't recognize them because masks. Yeah, <laughs> you know, oh, and then yeah. they're like, for, hey, for sure, and I'm like. Sure. How do I know you? <laughs> you know? So it's very different. And then all these restrictions, you know. Um, I haven't, yeah, it's it's hard because of the restrictions. I wouldn't say it's been, it has, I know my parents always, and just adults in general, just told me, you know, th this is the time of your life, colleges, and it has not been like that at this point. But again, that is, I'm assuming it's a big part of that is because of COVID. And yeah. the stunt that is put on us. And I think beyond that, um, I was talking to someone about this, how we go through rite of passage, these events that happen in our lives that once you accomplish them, you feel like you're ready for the next step. Like driving, once you, I feel like that's a big step in your life mm -hmm. into, you know, your future. Um, and I think a big one is, high, is graduating from high school. And even though I technically did graduate, I didn't have that last quarter of high school and I feel like because of that I don't think I even developed senioritis really I mean I yeah. got tired of zoom obviously but I don't think I really I didn't have that feeling like I need to get away mm -hmm. and I think that put a stunt on my growth in college as well okay and I've talked to other people they feel the same yeah, oh so you kind of feel that. like that it was sense. stolen you, you, you kind of feel like it was stolen from you yeah, I feel like I wasn't ready to let go. I wasn't, I didn't have that like final push of like, you know, I want to leave. <laughs> I didn't feel like mm -hmm. I wanted to leave. So what about you, Dayton? How, what were your expectations going in to college and how did they change once you got there? Hmm, I gotta think. Well, honestly, I didn't really have an expectation when I graduated. I just figured, hey, four more years of not high school. Yeah. That was, 
that was kind of my uh my reaction you know i was expecting like because you know like in all like the movies you see the college kids you know they're always partying they're always you know having a good time not taking their studies seriously in the movies but when i got to jessup i was surprised how the kids were like they were wild they were having a great time yet they still were focused on their schoolwork. Like there was a time to let loose and have fun. You know, the first week is all, well, with COVID, it's a little different now, but at least for me, that first week was all, you know, like dance parties and like um, big social gatherings. And coming from, you know, the little small school, these giant like dance raves, there were full on dance raves. It was very, very different. Um, but once I got to Jessup and really settled in, I was surprised how much Pine Hills had prepared me for college. Mm. That was a for sure. So in what ways did Pine Hills prepare you? Well, first of all, shout out to Mr. K and everyone in the religion department for cramming God down our throats. I slept through <laughs> all my Old Testament and New Testament classes and got A's. <laughs> That's um, good. Because, <laughs> again, and... And with English, big one for Zacherson and Crusoe, they absolutely nailed English for, for us. Because I English was a piece of cake. I knew all the stuff beforehand. Um, so just to the Pine Hills kids, you guys have got it really good. Like, you, you complain that sometimes, yeah, it can be hard. But when you guys get to college, I just coming from, because I had to do a lot of grammatical checking for some of my peers in the English class. They were great, but like, I don't know. They were missing something in their yeah. writing. And Pine Hills really prepped, like, and, and Nikki, this is for you too, that you're going to find that English is going to be a lot easier just because the English curriculum oh, the English we had at Pine Hills. Yeah, exactly. They made it just Pine Hills like, absolutely. Like, I was annotate, and I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, I already know how to do this. Like, they were teaching us, like, basic, like, works-cited stuff, how to cite an MLA and that sort of thing. But, oh. but I was like, Psh, we already learned this. So, definitely, the, 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 while the profile is a little more challenging, it is going to save your butt that first semester. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I hope everyone who listens, who is a Pine Hill student, is glad to hear that as well. <laughs> okay. Yes, I feel like every class has been pretty easy for me, except science. <laughs> but I, yeah. I think that's in general. I mean, no, ma no amount of high school science could prepare you for college science, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I will say, um, I think part of that is I didn't have Mrs. Maciel for biology, mm. but I did have her chem for chemistry, and there are bits and pieces of chemistry scattered through the biology we've been studying, and I actually do remember a lot of it. That being said, I'm still struggling. <laughs> but pay attention in science if you're gonna if you're planning on going into medicine or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved Macy, but I forgot literally everything except for like a few, <laughs> except for a few elements on the periodic table. That's it. <laughs> okay, so our next question is for Nikki. Um, with COVID going on, what has your college done to welcome you into the campus? So I know. Colleges, some colleges have like something at Pine Hills that we have is like a spiritual retreat type of thing. Some colleges do that, like a week of camping. Um, others just have really long orientations. So did they keep those same freshman welcome 
sort of traditions or did they change it? I honestly don't know what traditions they really had. I mean, they had some events during orientation week, but it was kind of weird. Like, like instead of, I know one time they had like a Vespers Saturday night, or like they had an essay event, but it was just like you walked to the gym and got a certificate for a cookie place, so like you didn't have to pay for the cookie when you went to get it. Oh. And that was the whole thing. Which, <laughs> I mean, they can't really do anything about that. And I, yeah. they've had, they've been, They've had this movie night thing that they've wanted to do, and they've literally canceled it three times. And I've only been oh. here for three weekends. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which, I don't know, I think it's kind of funny that they keep trying to plan it, because obviously it's not going to work out. <laughs> but, um, they, yeah, so they've done a lot of that, like, you, like vouchers kind of for food, I guess. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, again, what can they do? Yeah. So. So now we're gonna move into the advice portion. So, Dayton, what advice would you give to your fellow Pine Hills High School students? Okay, so I've got uh, four points that I wanna touch on. Uh, Nikki, feel free to absorb these. This is gonna really help. So the first one is keep a planner. And, and, and I cannot stress that enough, keep a planner. Due dates will come up very fast and you will forget. I have forgotten many a due date. And just you know writing down. No, I did. Okay. Just um <laughs> I was gonna say how. <laughs> just I'm 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 saying in high school there's a lot more hand holding in college. In college, like they assume, okay, you know this stuff, it's up to you. That's a big one. There is not as much hand holding in college as in high school. Um so keep a planner, and a big one with the planner is plan so you don't get overworked. I did that for the first mm -hmm. month of freshman year and I spent like five nights screaming into my pillow because I overworked myself so much. So a big tip for the planner is really, really space it out. Second plan is save your syllabuses and check them often. Syllabuses are, they're a little different in high school, but in college they save your butt because the syllabus literally has from start to finish, from the beginning of the semester to the end, exactly what you're going to do. Like it shows the reading for that for the day, the assignments you have to do, the due dates for papers, and the syllabuses also, they outline every single project that you're going to do. Like for example, like for one of my classes, I have to do a paper on a New Testament and it lists out like the format you're supposed to use, how long it is, what points you need to touch on. And um, so the syllabuses are really important. and it feels really good because, you know, it, again, it has the entire schedule written out. So you can even take the due dates from the syllabus and put them into your planner. And yeah. when you check it often, because, for example, today I forgot there was a book I had to read. And right when my professor said, okay, time to talk about this book, I literally just tensed up and froze because I completely forgot <laughs> I had to read the book. <laughs> so check your syllabus often and just save it. Like I have a little folder in my backpack just for syllabuses. All right. Next one. Third point. This is what I was talking about earlier. Try to find a mentor to, to, you know, help you get college, especially for that first year. So, um, like I said, when I first started, I met a junior or her name's Josephine. Uh, she took me in, she becoming, became my, um, my mentor. Like I call her, um, I call her mother hen just because she really, took that protective uh protective role for me 
And um, also, I met another guy who's actually younger than me by one year. His name's Spencer, really great guy. He um, also took me in, showed me how to navigate, you know, social life, that sort of thing. So definitely, like, if you need something, just, like, go to a professor and say, hey, I'm new. I really don't know what to do for college. You know, I just started and I need a mentor. Like, honestly, if you feel comfortable, just go up and ask somebody you know, like, hey, can you be a mentor to me? Because I have absolutely no idea what to do. Uh, professors can do that. Students can do that. You know, like friends you make and that sort of thing. So um, for that first for that first semester, it's going to be rough. Your first time in college, you don't know what to expect. Everything. Oh, something about syllabuses. Do not panic when you see all the due dates. That first week is going to be rough because you're going to start thinking that everything is due at once. I certainly did. And you have to calm yourself down and remember it's not due all in one day. They just have them all spaced out for you so you know what to expect. Um, but yeah, I would definitely find a mentor or two for that first year, first semester. And actually, when you become, you know, a protege of this person, you end up becoming really close with them. Because, again, that's what happened with me with my two mentors. I love them to death. We're really close. And uh, yeah, there's that. And the final biggest one, don't go into college with a single idea. Be open to change. And I feel all about your beliefs and with your major. Um, because when I started Jessup, I was a psych major. I was like completely 100% convinced that I was going to be a counselor. I was like, okay, I know what I'm, I know what I want to do. This is it. I'm here for psych. Two weeks in, I went, yeah, no, 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 I'm not doing this. My entire high school, like, plan from junior year got switched in, like, a month of college. And, uh, and actually, because of that, I ended up going into archaeology and theater, which are my, the two main things I really like doing. So now I'm a biblical studies major and I'm a theater minor. So, and something interesting uh, high school students pay attention to this. Uh, most college students will change their major at least three times during their time in college. I did not know that. The uh, professor, no, the uh, dean of students first day said, don't be married to the plan because it's probably going to change. And uh, also with being open to change, also when you get to college and you get into some of the theological courses and even just some of your basic stuff, your beliefs are going to be challenged. There's no question. Every, every single thing. I had a whole class debating on, because, you know, in our generation, it's all about technology is the greatest thing. Advancements in technology are good no matter what they are. And my first, one of my first classes was literally deconstructing on why technology may or may not be the best thing. And there were like, there were full on debates. There were screaming, there was crying because all of us came from, you know, from this worldview that technology was great. And then seeing the evidence and seeing all of the things that technology does, it was an eye-opener. And that is a really big one because I used to be all for technology, but now I'm a little more apprehensive on it. So in a short version, uh, have a planner, check your syllabus, find a mentor, and don't go into college with a single idea. Yeah, I like it. So how has your, has this advice, is this different from, oh, cut all that out, starting over. So for those of you who don't know or are new to Pine Hills, we have the most recent 
class who's graduated come back in the winter and they give advice to all of the high school students. So Dayton, has your advice changed from then? Um, oh, you mean from when the class of 2018 came in? Yes. Okay. No, has your advice came, has your advice changed since oh. the last okay, time okay, you okay. advice? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, about 40% of it changed. You know, the basic, you know, the basic ones, don't procrastinate, keep a planner, check your syllabuses. Yeah. Um, I really wasn't, you know, because again, you know, at that time I was dead set on doing psychology. So what changed was, you know, finding those mentor figures really build a good foundation and don't go in with a single idea. So that's pretty much the only thing that changed. So, Nikki, you had a kind of an odd experience your senior year. Um, you were handed a weird fourth quarter. So with the seniors now who are dealing with that same situation that you were in, what advice would you give to them? Um, I'd say prepare yourself for the worst because I know when the quarantine first started a lot of my classmates were like well we're just gonna go back you know after spring break and I did not think that I, I mean of course that's what I would have hoped for but I did not think that was gonna be the case and it wasn't and I remember preparing myself pretty early on to not have a graduation or to not go back to school at all and of course that was the worst case scenario, but um, I prepared myself for that because I knew if I didn't, then it would hit me a lot harder. And I had several, several people in my class did not prepare themselves for that. And you could tell that it hit them way harder. I know like, it, I mean, of course I was sad when I found out the news, but I know people that it, they really took it bad. So of course, you, you want to hope for the best, but expect the worst is what I would say. Just don't get your hopes up because I know that sounds bad, but, you know, just mentally prepare yourself. That way it doesn't hit you too hard. I'd say. Okay, that's all the questions I have for you guys today. Do you guys have any final words that you'd like to say to the podcast listeners? I would like to say that, I don't know, at, at least at Southern, they have a class called Southern Connections that all freshmen are required to take. And they actually assign you a mentor who's a junior or senior oh. from your major. And they will oh, that's they cool. will go around, they help you. They do what Dayton was saying, except it's assigned to you. Mm-hmm. And you have to check in with them like every couple weeks. So that's, that's what cool. my experience has been. What about you, Dayton? Do you have any final words? Um, I guess... Like, this season is really weird. We've never lived through something like this. And, um, well, again, while I, you know, while I managed to graduate before the quarantine hit, I honestly remember watching the live stream of graduation last year, and I I felt so sad because I felt like it, the, the moment had been stolen from all of the seniors. And, and again, and shout out to you guys for, you know, sticking through it and graduating. but. Depending on how long COVID lasts, if this ends up happening again, um, I say just keep praying about it. Um, Every day in my classes, no matter which one it is, we pray for COVID to end. And and I don't know. Jessup used to be a really 
really alive campus. Like everyone was talking about God. People were smiling. People were laughing. And then when COVID hit and I came back, the life was just sucked out of it. Everyone was quiet, hunched over, not speaking to anybody. So just maybe, again, if this quarantine keeps up, don't expect that kind of environment. But just like Nikki said, just be able to be prepared for the worst if that happens. And honestly, if COVID keeps going, just this might, this, I, I hate the phrase new normal. I hope it's not our new normal, but just know that even in COVID, you can still find connection if you really look for it. That's all I got. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So thank you guys again for joining us and for sharing your sage advice and wisdom and everything. So thank you listeners for tuning in on this week's episode of The Eagle's Nest and I hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by our wonderful podcast hosted by Olivia Jinabaga, edited by Bad Sticks and Matthew Bender, produced by Emma Ludwig, and sponsored by Jojo Park. If you have any questions or suggestions, please contact Emma Ludwig or email us at yearbook at phaonline.com. Thank you.